And trust me, <laughs> once I put it in the thing, it'll show like. I haven't even filled the bar one time. No, it's it's full. I better do a few operatic. Right, numbers. it's full. It's full to the face. <laughs> Some interesting notes. In 1876, a gang of Chicago counterfeiters attempted to snatch Lincoln's body from his tomb, which was protected by just a single padlock in Oak Ridge Cemetery in Springfield, Illinois. Their scheme was to hold the corpse for a ransom of $200,000 and obtain the release of the gang's best counterfeiter from prison. Secret Service agents, however, infiltrated the gang and were lying in wait to disrupt the operation. Lincoln's body was quickly moved to an unmarked grave and eventually encased in steel cage and entombed under 10 feet of concrete. Also, a few months before John Wilkes Booth's assassinated Lincoln, the president's oldest son, Robert Todd Lincoln, stood on a train platform in Jersey City, New Jersey. Passengers began to press the young, strange lad, and coincidentally, he fell... And who was there to rescue him? The time traveler? Uncle Abe? No, John Wilkes Booth's a brother. Oh. Oh, Bobby Wilkes Booth. Yes. Really? No. Yeah. Is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, his brother is also an actor. So his name he was... has two brothers. So oh. It's either him or the other one. <laughs> named Elgin. And we don't know. So it must be a mystery to be looked into. <laughs> this is High Mystery, the podcast where we talk about such mysteries and we get high. I'm Tristan. I'm Robert. I'm Colin. And to that, we got to get high. I mean, Rob might already be somewhat there. He had a little bit of an edible a little bit ago. He's yeah. going to join us, though. He's got a little more to take I, I on. I got a cap to pop. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but we need to start getting on some kind of level. Yeah. Um, I have my uh, wellies. We thought that it was made about like the boots from England or something. Could be. Could be. Wellington boots. Who's to say? <laughs> I don't know how it would translate to a joint, though. You know, it's not like make sure you have this joint in the rain. You know, like why would they name a joint wellies in reference to, to Wellington the boot, boots? Right. Hmm. I mean, it could just be... That's just another mystery. Well, it could be from Wellington. The place. Oh, yeah, the think? place, yeah. I think it's just, just like, you know, you're living well. There are a bunch of little guys. They're, they're little wellies. Yeah. It makes you feel oh, well. Yeah, they're saying, yeah. like, live well out of tin. Well-ing-tin. <laughs> <I see. laughs> yeah. Or it's just a, a being well in town. A well in town. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's from Wellington because that's... British, right? Yeah, yeah but that's, this is probably... Well, no, I'm saying that's what account. wellies could be referring to is that they were created in Wellington. And so maybe that's just... Well, their spiel is they say a daily dose of wellness. Wellies means something uh, a little different to everyone. We define it as making daily choices that prioritize your mental and physical well-being. Uh, it's about thriving, not just living. So it is, like ah. we said, it's living well to attend, basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At Wellies, <laughs> we believe that cannabis is an important tool for achieving your mental and physical best. Your uh, Our hands-crafted premium indoor minis are the perfect daily dose of wellness. Whoa! 
Oh, what do you know? That's well, you yeah, know. That's, that's you know what? That's well. It is. I see what you did there, because well's in swell, so that makes swell well. Stop. Oh. Stop. And they're they're giving us both a little THC, 21%, and a little CBD at 0.05%. Oh, well, how about that? Yeah. Give you a little CBD. That's just extra. Yeah. They just threw that in there for you. Yeah. Just a little 5%. Mm-hmm. Like a little slap on the butt, like good game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I uh, have a sore throat, and so I'm going to be taking a liquid joint. Um, it is strawberry cannabis infused nanotechnology shot. What a world we live in, you know, yeah. like you want to get high, you want to smoke weed, but you also want to mind the throat, let it heal a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I have actual THC pills in the other room. Mm -hmm. If you had like a reason you couldn't have sugar or mm -hmm. what the taste you. was just disgusting. You're like, I sure. can't do it. I can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, you've already had one of these yeah, a few minutes ago. I did take uh, one of these. Um, it's got uh, total cannabinoids 12.16 milligrams, THC 10.68 milligrams, and CBD 0.91 milligrams. It's a lot wow. of CBD. Um, it is, uh, yeah, it, I took this about a half hour, 45 minutes ago, and so I'm going to be taking another one and hopefully. It rocked my world. And you said it was 10 milligrams? 10 milligrams uh, is the dose, yeah. Yeah. Which I feel like for people who are eating edibles or don't really know, like 10 milligrams is like basically a hit. You know, that's like enough yeah. to like... It's a, it's a dose, if you will. You might compare it to like smoking a bowl. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Like your single dose for a single person... 10 milligrams should take care of you. This is the single dose for a single person. But unless you're, you know. Part of High Ministry Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might need a little more than the 10. <laughs> we would never let Rob get away with just 10 for the show. It's a minimum of 20. I'm smoking a Puffin Pina Grande. Mm. It's got a total THC of 31.976%. That's pretty high. Um, and the CBD is... 0.053%. So, you know, okay. they threw a little extra on there for me. Nice. We're all going to get a little muscle relax going. Yes. I need it. And this smells incredible, by the way. Shall we? We shall. Did you talk about the wrap? Oh, yeah. It's classic. A, it's a hot, and it's not actually as a classic as they have been. It's a new sh flavor of high hemp. Right? Oh. It's the Dutch cream. Dutch have you cream. smoked it yet? Is this going to be the first? No, I've had many of the Dutch creams okay. already, and <laughs> I really like them. I haven't seen them for sale online, but when I do, Dutch cream. it's going to be my new go-to. So, to the Dutch. <laughs> and if anyone's wondering, this tastes a little like strawberry and uh, kind of a bitter taste, like uh, an orange rind. Okay. So, like orange zest with strawberry. It's a it's a very small shot. You barely even notice it. Such like a, a foodie thing to say, Rob. Like, yes, the zest of the orange. Like, I feel like most people it has, have no idea what the orange rind zest it is. It has a hint like, of uh, amber, a little bit of rose hips in there. <laughs> it screams of a warm summer day in Tuscany. <laughs> it makes me angry. How delicious it is. <laughs> I would just take a little bit of orange rind, put it on a strawberry, eat that, and you've got yourself one of the best tastes like nice. okay. Inject it with some THC cool. and CBD, and boom. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> I mean, the best thing is that the fact is a lot of edibles, you get that weed taste. And 
this doesn't have a weed taste. It mm -hmm. just has a little bit of bitter orange to it. And that's mm -hmm. it. interesting. You know, to each their own. Some people really love that weed taste. Like when it comes to cooking with weed, like they want to taste it. They want to know right. that there's like weed in it. Other people, you know, it's all preference. Well, and there's, you know, a whole difference between somebody who has worked it into the flavors of the meal and made a balanced dish out of it and the fucking pound cake that yeah. I got when I first came out here, which you could see that it was green. Yeah. Because they had so much freaking just like THC in the cake. Don't get me wrong, got me really high, but I almost threw up eating it. <laughs> it was so like just dank and disgusting one of the first edibles that i ever got was a peanut butter cup and those were so fucking good yeah nice yeah. it was like in the peanut butter and it was in the dark chocolate that was covering it so it was like stacked. Double whammy. yeah there you go <laughs> so mystery time lincoln time some might be thinking, oh, nice. More info on Lincoln. And, uh, that... and you're wrong. <laughs> We're not talking about his ass at all. Stop having happy thoughts. Deal with it. <laughs> this podcast is here to coddle you. Surprise, <laughs> motherfucker. We're right. holding nobody's hand. It's time to show you the harsh truths of the world. And so to all those people who've been waiting to hear, um, you know, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> here's the thing, you know, we live in a world of technology, yep. and technology doesn't always want to play nice. So my computer had to go to the computer massage parlor for uh, a couple days. Did you um, get it a happy ending? I mean, why go to what the kind of monster am I? Probably? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, <laughs> and you know, my mystery on Lincoln and that stuff was on that. So. <laughs> With an elegant pivot, I bring you a mystery new and connected to a future mystery. Okay. Basically, there's a mystery I wanted to do, and I was like, oh, well, you guys need to know some other stuff before I even get into that mystery. Gotcha. So we are here now. So today. we're pivoting. Yeah, we're Jeremy yeah. pivoting. We did a good pivot. Okay, so what's today's mystery about then? <sighs> Channelers, mediums, Psychics, etc. Sorry, Rob and I were just communicating telepathically. We uh, said a lot. Just imagine a professor. Today we're talking about telepathic ability. If you didn't get that. You might want to leave the class. <laughs> and if you did get that, I'll see you tonight. That's right. <laughs> so psychics, mediums, etc. You know, there's a plethora of subcategories, which I'll get into eventually. They continue to be popular today because of the benefits they offer. So, okay. I mean, you mentioned... Psychics, mediums, what were the other two? Uh, channelers, I'll get into a little bit about like empaths. You're gonna like define them for us? Yeah. Because I do want to know the difference. Because I think I, <coughs> I know the first two, but I don't know if I know the difference between like a channeler. Yeah, and, and some, you know, can do multiple, some, you know, oh, there's see. like different layers sure. to, you know, like you could be uh, a conspiracy theorist and then there's like a ton of other things that like doesn't necessarily mean you're a Bigfoot expert, but it also could mean that you're mm. a Bigfoot expert. 
This is the degree I want you to get rough. <laughs> Licensed medium. <laughs> I can do that. Channeler. I mean, if we get to it, look, I got a lot of notes here. I don't know how much we're going to get to. But if we get to it. <laughs> part one of a seven-part series. <laughs> no. Whatever Says we the only guy who's ever done a seven-part <laughs> series. <laughs> Collins Cryptids, part 20. <laughs> they stand alone. TV tropes and theories. It's already up to like eight. <laughs> Who's counting? Come on. <laughs> you don't need to see one to know the other. I'm doing Family Guy. You're doing the Goldbergs. Where the hell did Erica went to college? What? <laughs> uh, so they can bring individuals answers to questions they have or give them closure on things. Uh, if you're considering scheduling a session with either one of them, it's important to know like how they differ. The psychic world can be a little confusing, uh, especially if you're new to it, because uh, even those who are familiar can have trouble keeping up with important terms like we said, psychic, medium, Chandler, empath, whatever. Uh, and contrary to belief, there is a distinct difference. And, you know, we're here to talk about this. We're here to talk about those differences. I mean, okay. I know what an empath is because they have one on Star Trek. Are you an empath? I'm not an empath. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm an empath in the same way that Star Trek uh, had it, where they can sense what they're feeling. And so, yeah, I'm pretty I sure mean, we're all able to sense what Yeah, exactly. Feel. So that, honestly, well, worst, worst profession in Star Trek. <laughs> I would say the most lamest term <laughs> well, of an empath well, would be on. like, if you... I know you're an empath because you saw a dead kitten and you had remorse and felt very like sure. connected and upset for the loss of this creature that you had no connection to whatsoever before that. That's what you think. He's actually just trying to keep it alive so he can watch more kittens die. <laughs> My fun is over if they're all dead so soon. Rob's a terrible sociopath. I keep leaving the gate just a little <laughs> open every night. The food is actually like a trail yeah. leading out to God, that's terrible. I couldn't help but go dark with it. What are you going to do? <laughs> go even darker. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. Yes, you say like an empath, like we're all capable empaths. But I think when you have an edge as an empath is when you're talking about like somebody whose emotions aren't readable in the typical sense. So like if you have somebody sure. on an autistic spectrum or like if her powers on Star Trek extended to animals. And also, are they able to affect those well, emotions because that then it becomes a superpower her thing was is that she can sense what they're feeling so like she could tell if they're lying or being oh. sincere or something like that that's pretty solid and you can and she was able to do that through just the uh view screen so she didn't actually have to like be in the room she could uh -huh. just sense it through the view she was screen. just using chinese face reading <laughs> uh, essentially uh but uh yeah there's it didn't always work sometimes she's like ah oh, it's it's fuzzy. It's unclear. It's like, hard to read. Yeah. <laughs> Carabinian blood or exactly. something like that. Yeah. It's like, well, They're yeah, angry, but on. also very aroused. It's like a mixed <laughs> signal here. <laughs> yes, those lines do blur sometimes. Human lie detector is not the worst power. Sure. I mean, that's if it was sad. accurate. Yeah, yeah, if it's accurate. And I mean, I assume anyone who claims empath as their yeah. sort of profession probably is pretty good at it. At least above 50. Uh, so also I'll say like I'm not an expert on any of this stuff. So any mediums, empaths, uh, you know, are y'all out there? Yeah. Don't come for me. Uh, <laughs> Comment on our or just or just 
educate me in a loving, understanding yeah, right? method. We're trying yeah. to get your names out there in the world. All we're trying to do is promote you and laugh a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hopefully laugh a lot a bit. Yeah, sure. Because life is hilarious. Uh, so a medium is a living person who communicates in some fashion with the spirits of dead people. And that's where it stops, right? A medium doesn't get signals from your brain or anything. Right. It's specifically with the deceased. Right. Okay. They're able to transcend <clears throat> into like another, like the spirit tiptoe realm, into the other will. dimension. Sure. Whatever it is. So, spirit realm, Beetlejuice afterlife, whatever. What, what be Goldberg and Ghost? 100%. Yes. Yes. Which, you know, we should remake that, y'all. That would be awesome. <laughs> It's a movie that needs to be remade. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg only won her Oscar for the movie. <laughs> I mean, unless we can get her as the medium. Or like the teacher of the new medium or something, you know, just some kind of camera. Uh, who's going to play Patrick Swayze? Lonely time. Lil Rel. <laughs> and time goes by. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm ready. Let's Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Colin's just going to do the soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can, can do so much. All the songs sung by Colin. <laughs> I don't know any other song in that movie. Uh, why would you need to? Right. <laughs> Uh, so a medium may conduct a seance or may communicate directly. So if you want to look it up, John Edward is a famous medium whose right. primary work is communicating with the dead. Okay. John Edward, the candidate for president way back when? No, no. He, he just does the... He used to have a TV show. Huh. I yeah, this guy. I think it was called The Other Side with John Edward, and he... I have no idea. I did not look into it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I've never heard no of idea. John Edward. There's I, a, like, I mean, you can decide for yourself, but there's an episode of Bullshit on his method. Of, oh, I probably he, saw He that. basically talks to a large crowd, and, and you... Yeah. I feel like that's a little different, because that's like... Cold calling, basically. Or Definitely. I forget what the exact term yeah. is called, but it's like uh, South Park made fun of yes. someone for being I the see, biggest yeah. douche in the universe. Yeah. No, I'm I'm getting something. I'm getting something. Maybe someone had a father in the audience, right? Did anybody have a dad? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I think his name was John or Steve or Mike. Some fifty. Oh my god, it was Mike. Fifty year old guy stands up. I had a dad. And and your dad has has passed now. Am I right? Yeah, right. <laughs> He's like an eighty year old man. I'm thinking maybe your father passed away. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he did. The whole audience. Like, oh. Wow. <laughs> Sorry to. Yeah, I mean not. Whatever. Not to disparage. Yeah. I mean, everybody can make their own decision about whether that's real or not. With anything, I feel like there are authentics and there are grifters. Sure. You know? So like. With anything, there are going to be the authentics and there are going to be the people and, who are trying to work this system. You know, as we always say, we're open-minded skeptics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, who's to say is where I like to leave that. Um, so, they say that a medium is someone who has chosen to be the medium between the living and those on the inner plane. Okay. Um, although, I've definitely seen mediums say that, like, they just started hearing voices and stuff and they didn't really choose it. But like in this one, I guess like now that they're doing it as a profession, it is a choice. 
Okay, I see. Or I feel like, basically. Yeah, and I feel like we all have free will too. So, like, if you're hearing those voices, you can be like, no, I don't want to hear you guys. And, like, you have, they'll respect that. But if you're like, yes, you know, I'm into it. I guess if you're plagued by it or something like that, they'll be like, well, let's leave this lady alone. I mean, I remember seeing a picture where, like, Christian missionaries had gone into a remote island nation and taught them about Christ and everything. And the, like, oldest, uh, I want to call it religious leader or shaman or something similar to Mm -hmm. that. He uh, used to hear like what he described as the spirits of the jungle. And after he come to Christianity or whatever, he stopped hearing those voices. Um, Yeah. It's a real bummer. Interesting. Uh, So this can be souls who have passed on or it can be angelic forces. Oh, okay. The medium communicates by inner seeing slash hearing, feeling, or knowing of, you know, they just know it somehow to pass on the communication by maybe receiving images or hearing messages or feeling sensations received. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then they have to like convey it to the living. So like, it could be like almost like playing Pictionary or like trying to like put together like, oh, I'm getting some like feelings, but also hearing some stuff, maybe some flashes of this. And then I got to like, menagerie all the pieces together like yeah mosaic them into something they've been doing it so many times that they they have an idea of why they're seeing a goat it doesn't actually mean a goat it represents i see god i see a large tin inside this there's popcorn (laughs) popcorn has so many flavors i don't know what it means (laughs) (laughs) cheese and (laughs) caramel my god my god there's a fun fetty. There's a fun fetty inside. Sorry, <laughs> quick, give me a birthday cake. <laughs> uh, so they're interpreting or passing on the information. Um, so now I'll get into a channeler. Okay, so this is almost the question I was getting ready to ask. Isn't there a difference between somebody who speaks with the dead, speaks with the spirit world, and somebody who actually takes on that person. Because I feel like we see... Definitely. And that maybe that's what the channeler is. Yeah, that's okay. a little bit more of the distinction. So a channel is someone who directly allows the soul or angelic force to merge into their aura and with their permission... Uh, and such to communicate directly to others. So, this is my favorite by far, personally. And this is kind of why I'm doing this mystery because I want to talk about a really well-known Chandler that oh. I fucking love. And he gives it, I don't know it's, <clears throat> if it has a gender, but the man who channels is a man. Maybe okay. He identifies as a male. And uh, I don't know about the entity that he channels, but it it's actually a dimensional being and he also oh, could be even like a demon or something for all we know it's something otherworldly yeah. not necessarily a person from another time for other channelers for sure but in this one that i want to talk about later it's an interest it's, it's like an extraterrestrial higher oh, higher dimensional so being. he might be commuting with like a deceased anunnaki or something possibly or uh, even a, a living <laughs> Light being. I hope people watch or, or listen to our show enough that they are not like totally lost at what the hell an Anunnaki is or something. If you are, man, I've been 
not doing my job. I should be talking about Anunnaki a lot more. Well, you got to figure some people are just coming to our show today. And they sure, may not yeah. have caught the uh, Anunnaki episode. They're yeah. ancient aliens. Yeah. That potentially represent the gods on Earth as and well. And potentially are our creators. Yeah. Us sapiens. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, so the channeler just allows the guy to inhabit the body to speak through this person, much, again, like Whoopi Goldberg in Ghost. (laughs) But it it feels like it's just Well, she didn't always do that. Like, in the beginning, she did more of like, yeah, but like then at one point, he's like, all right, I gotta, we gotta work together on this. And she, I think she agrees to it. She's like, yeah, like, let's do it. Hop on in. Yeah, she's a channeler. And she's a medium. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Which I feel like a channeler, it's almost like, you know, when you're texting back and forth and somebody's like, you know what, this is too much information to text. Let me just call you. <laughs> yeah, <for real. laughs> Let's just speed up this process. I can't, you know, keep giving you pictures of popcorn. I like it best because it always makes me think of, you know, the, the medium channeler, if you will, being like, and we're going to try and contact Nathan. Nathan, is that you? And then they get taken over and they're like, Hey, how's everybody doing tonight? It's so good to be here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the I, ghost of Jay Leno. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to go to a stand-up like that. You know, like, right? Working on some new material. <laughs> you guys seen this? Everybody heard about this? Little thing going on in the news. Um, so yeah, like you were saying, Colin, they can also channel the deceased loved ones. Uh, and because the soul can directly speak for themselves, they can bring forth messages for healing and guidance. <coughs> gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had to almost die there real quick. <coughs> <sighs> we should be able to breathe water. I don't know why we can't. Honestly, like it shouldn't be that big deal if you drop a little bit in your lungs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <coughs> Someone who trance channels actually allows their consciousness to go out of their body and to completely let another soul or angelic force take over their body. Uh, This was once believed to be most clear and impactful way of communicating. Uh, However, as the world is now raising in vibration and the veil between the physical and non-physical becomes increasingly thinner, it is not necessarily, it's not necessary for the channel to necessarily go out of their body. Okay, so they used to have to jump out into the spirit world. Right. And just leave their shell behind. But now they can kind of chill in the back of the body, make a little room for the other soul. Yeah, and I'll talk about it when I do this other mystery. So I'll just say the guy's name. His name is Bashar. Mm. And he gives really, like, what I find loving and positive messages for humanity. Mm. Um, but the guy who channels him talks about it and basically like he has to like raise his vibration and Bashar kind of lowers his vibration and they kind of like meet in the middle and then he kind of like goes into like, you know, not necessarily blacked out, but just like, you know, as if you were like off daydreaming or something and, you know, like someone was talking to you and it's like, you know, like, (laughs) sure. Uh, so... Uh, quickly to go back to mediums for a second. Because uh, once you're talking about channelers, you're talking about mediums. And once you're talking I mean, about mediums, you're talking about channelers. Once you're talking about channelers, you're talking about mediums. Yeah. Right. Apes and monkeys. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. 
<laughs> At a point of contention. <laughs> um, so, in order to do all those things, you definitely have to have a, a good sense of like intuition and whatever. But sure, I guess being psychic, a medium, or a channeler doesn't necessarily mean that you are empathic. Okay. Uh, like you I could be, but you don't have to. Uh, some are born with the gifts of being a psychic medium or channeler, whereas an <gasps> empath... She's born with the gift. Yes, she has the sight. Uh, the empath, which is in itself a gift, could go and develop any of the above gifts once they're able to manage and control their sensitivity. Mm. In the same way that many mutant powers find a way to be even stronger in the X-Men universe. Sure. Yeah. I, I'll take your like at first, Iceman was <laughs> just covering himself with a little bit of snow, throwing some snowballs. Mm -hmm. Now he can cover himself in so much ice, he can become a giant ice monster, super strength. Nice. He can <laughs> melt himself into a puddle and slide underneath the door and like double on the other side. Yeah. I feel like you know you just keep flexing that muscle; it's just going to get more powerful. That's, that's why you got to do penile gland exercises. Yeah. Get that swole ass penile. What gland. is a good penile gland exercise? Uh, meditating. meditating. Okay, I do that every um, day. Just also, like, putting your energy into that area of your brain, like, thinking about it, resonating on it. Fit. They say, like, try to, like, imagine, like, a golden white light, like, swirling, mm -hmm. like, into that area of your forehead, into basically the penile gland is, like, the center hub of your brain. So, like, imagine it, like... And then, it, and then it radiating it radiating. <laughs> this is Pinot Brand. Yeah, We've got a good uh, <laughs> good well uncalcified section here. We're operating well. We can see the other side. <laughs> see the energies. That's yeah, true. We chiseled. Now we can see light. Um the uh, the penal gland has like a little phalange, like a little, little, little tail tongue. guy, a little like <laughs> and uh, <laughs> when you activate your penal gland, that guy gets going and kicking and so like yeah. some people say that they like feel like a sensation or a vibration or like uh you know there's stuff going on in there okay i've never felt that <laughs> too calcified Penal well you haven't seen bigfoot either yeah. <laughs> i mean how much have you actually worked on it or tried yeah seriously have you even tried to flex your penal gland no, I have not. Oh, will you please work the penal gland for a little bit? What's the matter with you? Uh, so all mediums are also psychic, but not all psychics are mediums. Okay. A medium is a psychic who has fine-tuned their extrasensory perception and can connect it with uh, other spirits in other dimensions. Mm -hmm. This sounds. This is starting to sound a little like that kid on the playground. He's like, no. Because I have a super defense ray that blocks your um, super guns. <laughs> <laughs> well, I happen to have a sonic boom that destroys your defense mechanism ray. Well, I have an <laughs> underground bunker that has powerful robots that come out to fight all of this. <sighs> that. Jeez. Yeah, I'll see you next recess, loser. <laughs> <laughs> Give me all your pogs. <laughs> 
Yeah, I want the Slammers too. Give them. Yeah. <laughs> slammers too. Yeah, the Slammers are the real deal. Yeah, that's, I mean, those cost money. Yeah, you'd be swapping pogs all day. Nobody's <laughs> even thinking twice about losing some pogs, but you lose your Slammers. If you don't know what we're talking about, Google popular 90s culture. <laughs> right? Yeah, I uh, actually shot, one of the first things I ever shot was a commercial for pogs. What? That's fucking sick. I mean, not real. Like, no, it, it wasn't was like, real. it was in my basement. Pog corporation. <laughs> <laughs> it was me in my basement. I spread out all my pogs on the table and literally took the camera and like shook it side to side. And I can tell you the song right now because I still remember it. Pogs are the latest craze. Buy them for your kids for days. Pogs, pogs, pogs. <laughs> I want to play with pogs right now. <laughs> oh, Send stuff. us your pogs. <laughs> I would be tickled if somebody sent us right? pogs. Especially if it was like high mystery themed. Like, Whoa. oh man. I, my We're getting friend, back into the pog game, guys. Yeah, <laughs> People I mean, keep sending us their pogs. This is almost becoming a 90s reference podcast, but my friend did have a pog creator. What? So you could like take a piece of the oh. magazine paper and like you'd press it down inside the pog creator. And it would like and it stamp would, like, it on it. Yep. It would cut out the circle of the. You know, whatever thing you wanted to put in there, piece of paper, piece of magazine, piece of poster, whatever. And it would just clamp it down on top and you'd have your pog, your custom made pog. That's pretty right. sick, dude. Give yeah. us money and we'll give you some high mystery pogs. I was going to say, how hard would it be to find a pog maker these days? All There's right. got to be someone sitting around somewhere. I guarantee it. We can have custom high mystery pogs and finally ascend into the stars. <laughs> That's the one thing holding us back is custom pogs. Anyway. Uh, So, like, if a medium, for example, uses their clairdescent abilities to perceive information from... Clairdescent? 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 Clairvoyant? Maybe that's what it was, and then my spell check... Um, <laughs> I'll look up clairvoyant and find out. No, I'm gonna, we're going to go with their clairvoyant abilities okay. to perceive information from clients, humans with spirit. Uh, they are transferring this tool of hearing to receiving information from spirit without physical body. Uh, mediumship is the practice of certain people known as mediums to purportedly mediate communication between spirits of the dead and living human beings. And there's different types of mediumship, including spirit channeling and, uh, I guess, Ouija. I thought you said spear channeling. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah spirit spe- channeling. Spirit. And Ouija? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's like a, a way to communicate. Yeah, yeah I mean, you're not necessarily like summoning a spirit in order to do it. I mean, that's or the idea that is that this spirit is speaking through the board. Right, but it's just a different channel. Yeah. Instead of radio, it's, you know, uh, a CD player. Yeah, it's a ghostwriter. Yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> that great film with Nick Cage. <laughs> no, no, ghostwriter. <laughs> no, no, ghostwriter. <laughs> <laughs> the 90s show about the ghostwriter. Who, like, communicated on the first ever computer. No, you guys never saw that show where it was just a ball of light that went around the screen. And no, no, and it it would write a message and the kids would like read it or something like that. Like it would write it on the board or something or whatever. (laughs) And they would read it and they would like solve fucking crimes. I can't, I can't remember this. I thought that was a thing, but it was on a computer. 
or something like maybe like talk to them through the computer maybe eventually they were like we need to update this right? for today I, uh, it was, <laughs> it's fucking old <laughs> so channelers are basically psychic mediums with a speciality <laughs> yeah they okay. focus on communicating with spirit guides ascended masters and angels mm-hmm. um so I said that a medium is always a psychic, but a psychic is not necessarily a medium. A psychic is someone who can sense information about others and often predict the future. Uh, so an example would be Sylvia Brown, famous psychic. Look into okay. her. Uh, but she also happens to be a medium. Uh, She's got it all going on, this mm, Sylvia Brown. Yeah. A psychic is one who picks up information from the etheric and or the astral realm. At times, they're able to pick up information from the higher realms. A psychic is not necessarily spiritual because they can function strictly on the vibratory planes lower than the level of the high self. A psychic can receive information that is stored in your energy field or aura, and you can they can pick up information from their thoughts of others, which is referred to as telepathy. Okay. Uh, being able to receive information this way is using your psychic ability. When you put out a thought, it goes out into space like a radio or cell phone transmission, and they actually become a physical vibration that anyone can pick up, and the psychic at times will be able to do so. Okay. It's interesting because to me, telepathy and psychic have always been very separate. Telepathy to me meant communicating yeah. with, you know, being able to hear some people's thoughts, being able to project your own thoughts, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But psychic to me always meant being able to predict what was coming, right? Like a foreseeing or knowing, right? Foresight. Yeah, they get like they have a dream that shit's gonna happen or something. <clears throat> Right. A vision or whatever. Well, I guess... Oh, this is making me want to watch Heroes again. Yeah. <laughs> but just like the first season. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll suffer through the rest. <laughs> I like I'm that a purist. Show. I like that show enough. <laughs> so being a psychic involves relying on your five senses and the logical brain to gather and perceive information. Um... Psychics also communicate with the spiritual world, but in different ways. These individuals have been given abilities that allow them to establish communication with living beings and telepathy. Right. So it's not just about the dead people. Right. Sometimes they receive visions of the future. And then, uh, you know, Ouija boards and tarot cards, someone says... That, you know, it's a psychic using those. It's people who have psychic abilities um, to obtain the information from the card, I guess, with like very vivid, detailed dreams, visions of the past, future, past lives. They usually have amazing intuition and their predictions come true. Uh, so, empath. The difference between showing empathy and sympathy. Empathy, you truly feel what the person is going through, and sympathy is you understand what they're going through. Yeah. 
So an empath is someone with strong ability to feel the emotions, energy, and thoughts of others. Sometimes the feeling is this. Uh, some people think of it as like a curse or whatever, because it's like really overwhelming or draining because like if someone's having a bad day, like all of a sudden you're having a bad day because you're yeah. an empath and like now yeah. you're... You're picking up on their energy. Yeah, I'm more of a sympath for sure. But like it doesn't have to be that way and like you can manage it and you can like, you know, it's like working it out too. You can like set your own boundaries and work on your own vibrations and so that way you're not, like you can still be an empath and understand and feel their feelings, but you don't have to let it consume you and affect you. Sure, you don't necessarily have to feel it as much as they're feeling it. Yeah. Uh, so intuition is something that we all have and can learn to trust. Uh, intuition usually involves information about the self and circumstances that affect our lives. Uh, so a psychic can turn on and off the power, whereas intuitive, you just get a flash of insights out of the blue, usually because it helps them, uh, guiding them from a current situation they're experiencing. So there's four major intuitive abilities. There's the clairvoyance, which is clear seeing. It's like an inner seeing. Uh, there's clairsentience, which is the feeling, uh, the ability to receive intuition messages via feelings, emotions, or physical sensations. Uh, clairaudience, the hearing. Claircognizance is the knowing. Uh, being a psychic, you can see versus feel empathic qualities, whereas being a medium means you can communicate with the other spirits from the spiritual realm or other planes. <laughs> I can see why people get confused with this. It all is and it all isn't. It's all the same. People interchange the different terms for different things. To me, clairvoyant is being able to see the future, but I feel like it just got defined differently there. Yeah. But... Yeah, because yeah, to me now, intuition is clairvoyance, which is psychic, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean... It, the lines are blurring. <laughs> yeah, they got, the lines definitely blur, and that's yeah. why, like, even if you're versed in all, all this, this stuff, stuff it, the lines are very are muddy. Sure. Well, and it makes sense that once you're talking about reading minds, that you might be able to read the minds of the dead, and then you might be able to... You know, see the future. All of these things sort of lend one lends itself to the other. Um, so, a medium uses their talents when someone wants to communicate with a loved one who has died, and they can enter the spiritual world and deliver or receive messages with a spirit. A psychic, on the other hand, uses their abilities to give you insight into your future. They may conduct, like I said, the tarot card or whatever reading. The things that are revealed about your life and your future, uh, which is the perception of the world. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lots of the same stuff, different medium, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and even going into the point of like all these notes, like they're basically all saying like the same. Same thing, it's just over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> so on part two, expect a carbon copy of part one. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> I'm going to try to end it here soon. That's why I'm like, all right, what, what's important here to talk about? What I mean, we've defined all the all the ones there are, right? There's no, there's no like, rando one. There, there isn't a person that can project their emotions onto somebody else, like or, or somebody, or somebody that could do like, um, sort of ghost projections of themselves. Or maybe there's a person that can speak to ghosts, but they don't speak to them. <laughs> like they, they enter that, <laughs> like they go to heaven and they speak to somebody and then they come back down to earth as opposed to the other way where they their angel sure. comes down and speaks to them. Yeah. Or they can like walk around it's, heaven. It's like, hey. I mean, that's like, what, astral projection? Yeah, they can take a journey around. Maybe they can't communicate or interact. I don't think you need to be psychic to do that. I think you can just do that. So, yeah. <laughs> what? Astral project? You just have to like get comfortable with like letting your consciousness leave your body which is a scary thing to do i mean i haven't gotten comfortable with it but so there's, <laughs> well, there's yeah like you, you don't know you could get lost they don't have a name for those kind of people that can do that though astral projectors or whatnot yeah but like chris farley and beverly hills ninja <laughs> like jim carrey and jim when nature calls yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean i feel like that's almost more of like uh, scrying almost or like a remote viewing type yeah. of something that's what they call scrying yeah it's uh basically it used to be like a lot of times you had to use some a body of water or something <laughs> reflective of like a mirror but mm -hmm. like it's the idea that you can look on anything from where you are mm -hmm. which would essentially be the same except you get to fly there in your scenario yeah, <laughs> much or like your consciousness that, does. Yeah, like Splinter and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That would be cool, though. I mean, you could you just basically fly out and see yeah. what's going on in Italy and report back or something. It's a free phone call. You don't even use the minutes. <laughs> <clears throat> I guess that would be a scryer. A scryer. A town scryer. I would like to be a town scryer. <laughs> Well, I got some stuff on what you can do if you kind of want to learn how to channel. Oh, okay. Oh, if I can be a channeler, Bing. Yeah. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> uh, so with practice, channeling transmissions from the unseen world of the subconscious can be moving and powerful experience. Uh, and whether you want to deepen your insight into your own nature or you want to reach outward for communication from beyond, you can learn to limit the scope of your investigation, achieving a trance-like state, and locate a guide to aid you in your journey, helping keep that journey safe and productive. So you need to go find a guide, basically? This is going to tell you like how you can like get to that point of reaching out because you have to like raise your vibration, reach out, find raise your vibration. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the free... You mean the frequency of the vibration? Yeah. 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 Okay. You know, you got to raise your vibration. Yeah. Which you do through meditation. So people say that emotions are um, like the outward seeing the the phys they're the physicality the the materialization of vibrations okay so like if you're vibing hate or jealousy or that's a very low vibration and like if you're vibing low 
that'll come out as jealousy or anger or whatever it is. And so but if, if you, you continue to let those emotions focus on joy, chill. I mean, you have to do the shadow work. You have to understand why you're feeling those things and work past it so you don't ruminate on it for like Sounds 10 like days straight. <laughs> seems like these people need to see a good therapist. <laughs> I mean, therapy can help you raise your vibration. Whether you do that externally by seeing somebody or you do it internally by getting therapy from your higher self. Sure. No one mm-hmm. loves you like you. Yeah. I don't, and no I don't, one's going to take care of you like you. I don't see the point in calling it vibrations, though. Well, because it is. The so. emotion is a vibration. Everything is a vibration. Yeah. True. Science, Science. says that. Yeah. <laughs> that's all matter is. Yeah. It's just tightly held atoms. So... Well, I mean, the jury's still out on science, right? <laughs> <laughs> science is always evolving. It's, it's an ever-evolving... It's a practice. It's a uh, so, this first part, you want to start your investigation. You want to uh, decide between exploring your consciousness and communing with the spirit world. Uh, different traditions use the word channeling in different ways. Some channelers aim outward and attempt to contact others or inward to learn more about the self. Deepening on your interests or uh, depending on your interests and goals, the decision can lead you into very different directions and rituals and practices that uh, you'll want to use. Though most types of channeling involve a similar process first inducing of a trance-like state and then communicating with some other, whether that's your higher self or an entity from another dimension or... Sure. So the classic, you know, I feel like most cultures have something similar. It's the rite of passage. It's the walkabout. It's the um, spirit animal, etc. It feels very similar to a lot of you know, ancient practices. Yeah, and there's definitely, like, supernatural or, like, spirit channeling when the goal is to tap into the other worlds or spirits and communicate with them. Uh, They would contact deceased relatives or famous historical figures. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Glad you could visit. It's me, FDR. (laughs) I couldn't think of anybody funny to do an <laughs> Thanks so much for coming back, Talk. <laughs> Can I sing a song for you? Happy birthday. You know who that is? <laughs> Abe Vigoda. <laughs> uh, so there's also consciousness channeling, which is, uh, I guess, a newer phenomenon. And uh, basically... Consciousness channeling. Yeah, they meditate and attempt to visualize visualize archetypal figures that are manifestations of their own subconscious past life figures or metaphorical representations of some physical trauma. Of their own past life or just in general from past lives? Uh, I guess your own past life. That makes sense. So like it would be the ability to visit the past in your own history. That's kind of cool. Well, I, I mean, I remember way back when I was first doing improv in Sacramento, they, we had a guy on stage who would tell you about your past lives. 
Oh, nice. So he like would be able to, you know, know what who you were fucking ages ago. Like you in a previous life, you were this, that, and the other. And I feel like that would probably classify under like a psychic, because that's not necessarily like, unless someone from the past has been like, hey, I knew this guy back. Here. Whatever he was, this guy, you know. So depending on how he's getting his information would determine, I guess, like his yeah, I, classification. Yeah, just look he just into you, it. yeah. See your history. You were a milkman in the fifties. You had sex with everybody's wife. Yeah. And then we would do improv scenes on that. <laughs> Hi, I'm the milkman. Uh, <laughs> I came here to have sex with you. God damn it, Eric. <laughs> It's another time you do exactly what the suggestion is. A to C, man. A to C. Don't go out and be the milkman. Spring an idea from the milkman idea. God. Anyway, that's a quick quick improv lesson with Colin Turner. Improv 101. Improv 101. Don't A to A. Uh, so the next thing they say is that you need to be open to wrestling with strange phenomena. So whether you want to find mm. comfort and understanding by consulting an oracle or you seek a deepened understanding of life and death, it's important to articulate your goals for channeling and be realistic about them. If you're going to embark on a channeling journey, it's important to commit to an often quizzical, mysterious way of interpreting the messages you receive. The better you are at receiving them, the more you'll get out of the experience. Yeah, it makes sense. Just like Rob said earlier, mm -hmm. the more you flex the muscle. Mm -hmm. And just being like open to what the mystery or the, the message is or whatever. Uh, they say to embrace the mystery of it. Mm -hmm. So anyone who's ever cracked open the I Ching or tried to learn about tarot knows that channeling can be frustrating and complex, but it doesn't always have to work like a movie where a candle flickers and you hear the voice of some long dead relative. So they say to have specific inquiry in mind, specific thing you want to learn and accept that you might not get the answer you're looking for is, you know, like you, your own worries and fears of not receiving that are going to like shut down that communication or like, you know, the ego gets involved or whatever. Right. You can't be thinking about dipping dots, trying to connect to the spirit world. Cookies and cream lighter. Talking to spirits. <laughs> yeah. I get it. They also say, you know, take it seriously. You know, like, be truthful with your intentions. Not like, oh, this is stupid and silly. Like, sure. you got to, like, truly I mean, the same, believe in the magic. The same thing work, it works for, you know, which is, you know, all movies, all magic shows. Go ahead and give yourself the suspension of disbelief. And afterwards, you can think about, you know. How they did it. Or exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, every Christmas movie is about people believing in Santa Claus in order for him to get back home or some shit. <laughs> How are we going to get Santa back home, Daddy? Uh, I'll be honest, son, this is a really drunk neighbor. <laughs> You're old enough to understand that uh, that was all bullshit. Obviously, I buy the presents. <laughs> I don't understand the whole Santa premise where I don't believe, but he's actually out there. But, no, no. This is our neighbor. He was going to surprise his family. He drank too much. That's why he's on our lawn. So, I mean, go inside. We'll have Christmas tomorrow. <laughs> it's 
Time to grow up, buddy. That's <laughs> just the cops taking that drunk man away, not Santa Claus. Didn't want you to learn it like this, pal. <laughs> Why aren't you in bed? <laughs> hey, thanks, Steve. I got it, okay? I'll tell my kid to go to bed. You go back into your home, all right? This guy doesn't know how to parent over here. <laughs> You're the one in handcuffs, Steve. <laughs> Uh, man, we're just giving improv lessons all day. <laughs> That's how you yes and, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Boom. Uh, so you also want to read up on occult symbols and symbolism because the process often involves the interpretation of symbols. So it's important to do a little research before you just jump headfirst into, you know, trying to do it. Sure. You know, what can be representative and stuff like that. It makes sense. Yeah. It's a whole nether language, essentially, that you have to sort of learn. Yeah, and then after you want to take notes, you want to, like, ruminate on it, you know, make a journal, do whatever. Like, make can it a you, habit, make it a, a process. Can you imagine that journal? <laughs> <laughs> I felt a blue fog today. <laughs> hey, man. You got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere, indeed. Uh, so then, like, the next big part is, like, going into the trance, and that involves, mm -hmm. like, meditating deeply, articulating your intentions. Um, I wonder how many, like, mediums and psychics incorporate uh, things like, you know, hallucinogens or just, I wonder how many of them, because I know, I feel like when we talk about things like opening your third eye or the penal gland decalcifying we often talk about like psychedelics which can unlock things in your mind and stuff mm -hmm. like that so i wonder well it depends on the psychedelic like lsd sure. and mushrooms are doing two different things absolutely yeah and and uh dmt and uh peyote are also doing like two whole different things as well mm -hmm. even just weed yeah opens up your mind in a different way the actual cannabinoid receptors that yeah. are being like triggered so i'd just be curious if there's some medium who's like okay we're gonna talk to the dead tonight everybody take your molly and mm. uh you'll find a blunt in front of you <laughs> i mean i know they do like ayahuasca therapy uh and yeah. maybe part of the closure is yeah talking with the past one or who's to say yeah whatever you need at that point i guess i saw zach efron do it but i don't think he did it right yeah mm -hmm. the dmt yeah. or uh ayahuasca ayahuasca you didn't see that on that show no i thought he bitched out or not bitched out but i thought he did that other thing where he went in like the steam hut and like, right yeah that's what it was like it wasn't like the it real wasn't... ayahuasca drink for you correct like, yes yeah. that's what i'm saying exactly is <laughs> it wasn't like the real deal anyway it doesn't matter but I, I would be We're curious. throwing no shade, dude. Like, no, no. <laughs> we, we love you, Zach. You're, you're amazing, Zach. We're sure you did the uh, real thing off camera, but couldn't show it on national broadcast. Yeah, like a Disney Channel. Right. <laughs> off camera, he's just licking the toad. Like. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, while you're meditating, you also want to focus on your breathing. Deep, deep breathing. It fills your you know brain with oxygen. Um You want to be like nice and relaxed, and uh, these are all things that can help you achieve the trans state. And I guess you know this is also a just trans like, state. Yeah, and like when you get into a trance, like basically you're a trance. Yeah, state. Got you. 
trying to like, you know, not focus on the five senses so much or trying to like unlock a new one. Right. Which just to say we have way more than five senses. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and again, it's a thing you got to work out. So you got, you can't just like, I'm going to try it this first time and be a trans master. Yeah, for sure. You know, or like you don't want to just trans for an hour your first time, you know, <laughs> <laughs> build up to it. <laughs> Gradually deepen your trans practice. Um, get deep in that trance. Yeah. Feel the trance getting deep. Don't dip deep. your toes into the trance. Yeah, jump right in the deep end. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of like in depth steps that we could be going over, but yeah, this, this is, is just this a, isn't a teaching podcast. Yeah, yeah. This is your beginner's guide. Yeah, I mean, you do you, you know. Relax. <laughs> Decalcify your penal gland. <laughs> uh, I was oh, I always thought that meditation was not an active practice; it was a passive one. It depends. There's different actively. types. There's different types of meditation. Yeah. Like there are active and there are passive. Like you're yeah. thinking more of like Clear stillness. Yeah, releasing. I mean, yeah. that's releasing your societal pressures and thoughts sure. to open you up to the cosmic consciousness i think that's yeah. more of the meditation you're thinking but then you can also meditate like specifically to manifest or even mm -hmm. straight up fucking conjure depending yeah. on how Magic. much you believe you know i haven't seen anybody conjure anything but if they did i'd be i'd be like hanging out with them a lot <laughs> ariana and i went to the beach for her birthday and there was a lady there doing like casting a love spell Oh, yeah, you told us about yeah, that. Yeah, so she, like, drew a giant heart in the sand and wrote, like, a bunch of stuff in it. And then she would, like, yell out into the ocean, like, I love you, so-and-so. Uh, and then she, like, started, like, twerking at the ocean and, like, <laughs> doing, like, head thrusts and, like, you know, sending out all that, like, mm -hmm. sexual energy out there. It sounds like she just thought of it, you know? <laughs> it just doesn't seem like there was a whole lot of planning involved. It seems like there was a lot, like, she I was mean, talking at it while she was, like, okay. you know, doing stuff maybe saying things seven times nine yeah. times whatever it is and she only did that there's probably only seven or so people on the beach that overheard it one of them happened to be tristan he tells us now we say it on the podcast goes out to hundreds of people <laughs> <laughs> hundreds, hundreds of people worldwide Mostly in California. <laughs> and now, like, maybe somehow, someway, just that energy of all these people hearing it, now knowing that it's in their consciousness, it's... I think I think these two are going to get together. It's a shame we don't know their names. As long, I, I, I said this to Ariana. I said, as long as it's for the highest good of everyone involved, I hope that happens. Oh, like, it's, if it's he doesn't want to be with her, no, then no. And it's going to be like... He's you know, told her several times, this is not happening. He's got a wife. He's got kids. <laughs> he's not interested <laughs> at all. She won't leave him alone. I'm sorry to burst your positive bubble, but it's the worst. No, I mean, maybe, I maybe no he is married with kids, but he needs the separation, and that will then help the wife and kids live a better life. Where they're so not it's the best for everybody. Right. Like, as long as it's everyone comes out on top. <laughs> sure. That's what I would prefer. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I will end with this quickly that like when you open yourself up to communicating or possibilities, the, 
the possibilities of letting another entity enter your sacred temple. Yeah, why don't you give it a chance? Let you somebody know. enter you, you know? Nah. <laughs> Fuse with your aura, whatever. Like, you know, do it safely. That's all I'm asking. Aura. Just yeah. make sure you do it safely. Yeah, penetrate me, but use protection. Hold on, do you have do you have some protection before you fuse my aura? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so a big part of that... I just thought how funny would it be if it was somebody who was like, you want to come over Friday? We're all fusing auras. <laughs> it's an aura orgy. Yeah, right? We're getting our auras together. Don't worry. We we do have protection. We'll be burning plenty of stage. That's right. <laughs> uh, so you'll want to cleanse yourself. Uh, Makes sense. Before you do your channeling. You don't want me to do spirit all dirty. No, right. You got to cleanse the, yeah. your chakra. Just like a date. Yeah, balance it, get it ready, make sure it's it's healthy and active. Mm -hmm. Tell them they look pretty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, or handsome. Yeah, or, or pretty as a man. Why yeah. not? Yeah. I like to hear that I'm pretty every now and then. <laughs> me you too. Know? Tell me that I'm pretty. Especially <laughs> if I'm wearing makeup and a wig. <laughs> Especially <laughs> if I just did two hours to get ready. <laughs> yeah, seriously. If you see me on the street, just tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> Really make my day. <laughs> I hope people just start whistling at you and be like, "Hey, yo, pretty bitch! Hey, boy, you pretty! <laughs> you got a pretty mouth! Thank you, sir!" <laughs> and he starts running. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I like the way you run. Oh my god, I made it worse. Uh, so the main thing is make sure that you establish a mutual understanding and respect with the spirit guide or whoever you're communing with. It's extremely important to establish boundaries and articulate your desire. Okay. So it's kind of like the genie thing. You got to be very specific. Sure. Like, don't just be like, do you like food? <laughs> yeah. Do you like stuff? Yeah, that won't get you anywhere. Or no, just like when you're going into it, set clear boundaries like yes you can visit for this amount of time no you oh. can't stay i wonder if there are uh, any mediums who were like mediums and then they got taken over permanently i'm, I'm sure especially in the early days when we as a planet weren't vibrating at the level we were and the people actually had to like leave behind the body i'm sure they're like thanks <laughs> yeah right i got a new sweet body to hang out in this is gonna be awesome um, it's good to develop a personal relationship with the source, you know, the uh, the creator source, if you will, the source of consciousness. The or the source of the beyond, whatever you want to call it. Yes. Yeah, and just know that, like, you're strong and powerful and you have free will. That's the main thing. You have free will. Establish what it is that you want out of the communication and... Be clear and exact. Don't let anything be assumed. Yeah. And then here's the thing. Again, free will. So if things do start happening that you don't like, you can just be like, no. <laughs> no. <I don't. laughs> no. I'm in control. I'm connected. This is mine. I don't want to fuse my aura with you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Respect my aura, okay? Six feet of distance. <laughs> All you people at home, you know, give it a try. If you like it, let us know what you find here, learn, etc. I'm for, curious. You forgot yeah. the two most important things, though. What's that? You got to take two fingers and put them on your temple. And uh, you go, <laughs> 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 Yeah, 
<laughs> but that's specifically for telekinesis. Yeah, yeah. That's right. that's if you're fighting with it, you know. It can be tele- telepathy too, or telekinesis. You know, <laughs> those just, are just battle actions. Yeah, things. exactly. Yeah. It, it lets everybody know like you have intense yeah. psychic mm-hmm. powers. Don't come around here unless you are fine with some mental shrapnel coming Ooh, at you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'd also like to hear if anybody has gone to a medium or a psychic and what their experiences were like or have been sitting next to someone channeling something and whether or not you feel connected or if you feel like you were scammed or... I mean, I know some people go to their psychic like it's their therapist. They're like there every two weeks. Yeah. 90 Day, is that what you're talking about? 90 Day? 90 Day Fiance. There's that lady on there who literally like consults her psychic about... Oh, no, everything. I don't think I've seen that one, but I i mean, I just know that people are like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, we I went to one uh, palm reader and uh, oh, yeah. tarot card reader at the, the Magic, Magic Castle. Castle on Halloween. So. I didn't want to wait. I mean, long. yeah. I felt like <laughs> yeah. she was busting people. Like, she couldn't really take the time to, like, I feel like that was more for entertainment purposes sure. than very surface level as the vibe yeah. I got. Yeah, none of the things that they predicted ever like happened <laughs> but uh it was fun um yeah i like when people talk about me <laughs> I, I like i like when people hold my hand and just say good things are gonna happen i'm like oh well, you're touching you. my hand you're touching you. my hand <laughs> this is too much <laughs> too much here's another 20 leave me alone <laughs> um well i mean if should I let the people know what I'll be talking about let on Patreon? Yeah. Let the peeps know. Uh, I'll be ta- you guys know about Sid and Nancy. Sid and Nancy. Nope. You never heard about them? Are they never heard of Sid and Nancy? Sid Vicious was the basis for the Sex Pistols. I know Sid Vicious. He and his girlfriend Nancy died under mysterious circumstances. What? Well, uh, not not so much him. Nancy. Wait. <laughs> so he didn't die. No, he he, he died. We're going to get to it in the business of so much of history. I thought, though, in yeah. case you didn't know, I mean, I thought you, when I said Sid and Nancy, you'd be like, like oh, ding. <laughs> no, Sid and Nancy is new to me. All right, well, strap yourselves in. <laughs> we'll and if everyone who doesn't know what that is and wants to hear you, just hop on that Patreon. You can put in as much as you want. Yeah, for a limited time, you can name your own price. So. You can change it as you feel. You know, you can start off zestful and doing like have like a lot and then be like okay maybe i'll tailor back and, or maybe you can be like i want to tiptoe in and then jump head on in yeah. maybe you just start by giving us a lot and then just like give more because it makes you feel so good <laughs> <laughs> just know that it's going to go to more entertainment more fun stuff uh eventually more videos more interaction more connection Let's get figure out some technology stuff to have like people from other places guest on here. That would be badass. Mm. I'd be all about it. I'm ready. Then I'll sign out here. (laughs) (laughs) So you've been doing a lot of light work and thus also needing to balance by doing the shadow work necessary to truly do the light work. As you have been working on yourself to become more in tune with the vibration and energy of the universe, you start vibrating on a higher and higher level. Eventually, you have raised your vibrations enough to bridge the gap. 
the higher multidimensional being of love and light can feel you getting closer and closer to their level. They see you, they love you, and appreciate the work you're doing. With that, they decide to lower their vibes just enough to make contact. What profound knowledge will you attain from this new connection to these beings of pure light and love? For High Mystery, I'm Tristan Ott. I'm Robert Friend. I'm Colin Turner. <laughs> <laughs> and we will have more episodes for you. On a very special episode <laughs> of High Mystery. <laughs> Thanks for listening. New episodes every Monday. Want more High Mystery? Check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash highmystery for exclusive episodes every Friday. Merchandise can be found at our website at highmystery.com. Stay up to date by following us on Facebook and Instagram at highmystery for fan art, news, and upcoming events. Thanks for listening.